Um, thank you, Menachem, and thank you, everyone else, for coming. So, there's a, a story about the Bava Rebbe after the Holocaust. That after the Holocaust, he came and he settled in New York, and he had a little shtibel on the west side. And there was always a man on in this shtibel that would daven that would daven for the Amud on Shabbos. And one Shabbos, they're getting ready. They're getting ready for Shacharis, and they look around and they see that this this man's not there. So they decide they're going to wait a little bit. They'll wait to see if he shows up, and he doesn't show up. So the Bob Rebbe calls over a couple of people to go out and look for him. They look throughout the street and see if they can find him. And they go out and they find him sitting on a park bench, and he's sitting there and he's just smoking a cigarette on Shabbos morning. And they come back and they tell the Rebbe what they saw, and um. The Rebbe says, well, go back to him and say, that's not you who's smoking a cigarette. That's the, that's the old German in you. So they go back and they tell him that. And the guy just gets up, puts out the cigarette, comes shul, daven shachers. Many, many years later, when the Rebbe is having the wedding of his granddaughter, he sees an old man approach him at the, at, at, at the wedding. And the, the man says, he says, Rebbe, I was, I was, I was that, that Jew who used to daven by your shul. And I was the one that, 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 that those kids found smoking a cigarette on Shabbos. And I'm the one that you bought back and you told me to come daven for the omen. And I wouldn't be where I am today. I wouldn't have all my descendants and all my, my children today if it wasn't for you. So there's an idea, in, there's an idea of an Ari Miklot in Judaism that when we first got to Eretzral, they set up these cities in case someone was killed by accidentally. They would run, they say someone killed someone else by accidentally. They would, that person who murdered that other man would run to an Ari Miklot where he would be safe, kind of like a free space for him. So the relatives of the, the murdered, of the, the guy who was murdered wouldn't come and kill him. And the only way he would be able to get out of the Ari Miklot would be if, if the Kohen Gadol would, would die and he would be safely be able to get out. So the mother of the Kohen Gadol would come and they would offer like, they, she would, he would offer them goods, goods and food to, to be able to leave the Ari, so that they would offer them goods and food so that they wouldn't daven for the Kohen Gadol to die so that they would be able to leave. So if Miles Biederman asks a question, he says, what, well, what are, what are we doing? Like, why would they accept food from the Kohen Gadol's mother in order so they wouldn't daven, and then they would just be stuck in the Ari Mikla for the rest of their lives? They wouldn't be able to go back and be with their family. So Milo says, well, it's the same, same thing by us, is that we, we, we sit, we, have, we, we go about our lives, and we don't really daven so hard as we should for, let's say, Mashiach to come. Like, why would we? Life is good. We're doing what we have. We're doing everything we, we can down here. We're having a good time. Like, why would we want to change? And, we, and the reason is because change is hard. And the same thing with the Bava Chassid, that he was, on the, he was on the bench and life was getting hard. So we decided he was going to smoke a cigarette. And the Rebbe came and he pushed him back on track and helped get the, as he said, the German out of him. So sometimes we focus on the past. And coming out of Tishabov, where we mourn the destruction of the base of Migdash, nevertheless, we can't keep dwelling on the past, which will prevent us from moving forward to the, to the future. And the future is the Geula. There are two Geulas, one of the entire Am Yisrael and one of a more personal nature, a personal Geula. And that's the task at hand that we have to be focused on coming out of Tishbab going into El. Someone once came to the Lubavitcher Rebbe and said, to, and said to the Rebbe and said, Rebbe, you know, all year I go and daven, but I don't, it, it does, like, I, I don't give 100%. I just, I, I daven, you know, because I have to. But on Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur, I really, I go, I go all out. I'm crying, I'm screaming. It's, it's, it's really different. And I feel like a fraud on Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur because 
the rest of the year I don't do that, but on Rosh Hashanah and Kippur, I feel like it's just the fake. It's not real. And the Rebbe said to him, he said, no, it's the other way around. The rest of the year, when you don't give 100%, that's when you're being a fraud. But on Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, when you come and you're actually crying, that's, that's the real you. That's, that's, that shouldn't feel like the fraud. That should be, that's, that's who you really are. So the Svarim talk about an idea called Amalek Basada, which is an idea that Hashem comes out to greet us in Elul and to, to be with us on a more personal, personal note. The Mashal would be like a king who comes out of his castle once a year just to see what's going on in his kingdom, what, are, what, what his town people need, what, 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 what are their thoughts and, and everything. And he wants to be more personal on them, so he only comes out once a year. So Amalek Basada is the same idea, that Hashem comes out to be with us and show us that he's coming, that he's coming to, sit, to stay with us. And he's looking for our authentic selves to come back and, and find our roots and be the people that we should be. Like that man who the Bab Rebbe told, that's not the real you. And the Chassid that came asking the Bab Rebbe for advice. Charlie Arari says that it takes someone 50 days to change himself. And there are 50 days in between Tishbev and Rosh Hashanah. And during this time, one should understand the tremendous opportunity we have, which is not to dwell on where we were this past year or what we might have done this past year or any of our shortcomings. But we should really be focused on who we will be when we go and we stand in front of, in front of our Creator on Rosh Hashanah. And that's how we will show Him who our true selves are, by, by showing who we really are and, and who we, re- we really want to be and this change that we should be making during these 50 days. Thank you so much.